Okay. What's going on, people? Y'all know who I am, Jada Black. Welcome to another edition of the Basic Social Politics Podcast with Jada Black. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been supporting me, um, been following, been sharing, been donating. I appreciate it. Hopefully, you continue to do more of it. Um, the reason why I do not put these on YouTube is because certain conversations can't be had. You know, I've been making content for over five years and I get a, I, I can read the room, so to speak. And I understand that certain conversations, people can't handle it. One in particular is about black relationships and protection. Okay. And on this show today, I have a co-host. Some of you may recognize her voice. I actually interviewed her. They interview still on the channel. Y'all can go check it out. And uh, she is a licensed celebrity cosmetologist, right? Yes. <laughs> and also, she is a, a trader. She a uh, stock trader, right? Yes. Well, stocks is a little bit different from forex. Forex, you can yeah. Kind forex. Of make oh, your, excuse me. Forex. Yeah. Forex. Right. It's okay. Yeah. And bring her back to the show. Name is Jaquel. I call it Jackie. Who well, I'm gonna start calling Jackie now. But uh, <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself again for the people who may not know you, right? Yes. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good evening, or good night to wherever mm -hmm. you are in the world. Mm -hmm. My name is Jaquel jones Sai. I am a wife. I'm mm -hmm. a licensed cosmetologist. Um, and I am a Forex trader. So you basically can call me a entrepreneur, if you oh, may yeah. say. <laughs> Jacqueline of all trades, right? Yes, that's that's cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the reason why I brought you on, because when I thought of this topic, I said, you know what? I want to bring on a melanated woman who is married, uh, who works for herself, who is around uh, people, celebrities, right? You're, surround, you're surrounded by people who are part of the industry. And I want to get your take on this because all I'm hearing is how melanated women are not being protected. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I've, I've let it be known that I just don't believe that there are melanated women out here that are not getting protected, right? I, I think that it's being used, it's being weaponized to attack people who have nothing to do with certain situations or individuals. I think it's a play to push a victimhood narrative. When you have black women out here who are clearly being protected, being provided for, being loved, so what is your take on this new movement to demonize uh, melanated men as being non-protectors of melanated women? Well, I think that's really interesting because if you kind of look back into why they may see their significant other, someone they're speaking to as not protecting them, mm. they may want to look back at the person who brought them into the world who right. didn't protect them. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think that's where it stems from. If it started in your household, when you leave your household, you'll continue to have that um, aspect of not feeling protected. Right. And I, I definitely feel that I, I have said it. I, I believe there are a lot of people who deal with trauma. There are a lot of people who have had things done to them growing up and they never really felt protected. They felt abandoned. They felt unloved. And that's why you have people seeking love in the ways that they seek it. And they go to different links in order to get that love. You see, I'm one of those people. Hold on, I'm one of those people that 
I like to be real with people. I, I don't want to be fake with people. That's why there'll be people who either really like what I say or really they, they think that I'm a woman basher. I, I literally had a female uh, message me saying, you know, she did my comment section on Instagram. She said, you know, you're, you why do you bash women? You're a woman basher, you know, okay? And it's interesting because I don't curse women out. I don't lie on them. I just speak on things from my perspective in an honest manner that they may have never seen before because there are people with a delusional mindset and I'm just trying to wake them up and put them up on real game because a lot of times they live in a bubble and they don't understand that to, to really truly be happy in life, you have to understand the world around you. And if you don't and you come across people who are not a part of that bubble in your life, you're going to uh, feel some type of way because they're going to speak in ways that you, you know, you don't understand, you know? Yes. Agreed. Now also since I've been on YouTube, right? There has been like an ongoing so-called gender war. And I'm noticing that people are saying that because of what's going on, uh, between melanated men and melanated women, right? That there's somehow a war between each other once again. I, I some people are saying it's because of the uh, election with Kamala Harris, the fake black woman, and they're saying you got all these black women who are supporting her, and they and they're upset because black men don't support her. So, in your eyes, being around the people that you've been around, do you get the sense of there being a gender divide? Um, no, because I, I think the world I live in is just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So I think it kind of depends on your atmosphere and your environment, because I don't get that in my world. Right. And if I was to get that happening in my world, I think I would just remove it and know that that's something that you're dealing with within your own world, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm one of those people. I see things from my perspective and the things that I've experienced. And I I sense that there is misunderstandings. I sense that people go through things. But at the end of the day, we are responsible for what we put out. And I'm all about putting out logical truth that may offend people, that may upset them, that may hurt them. But at the end of the day, they're going to respect the fact that I, I'm being that way, you know. Also, let, let me ask you this. Do you think that melanated women with education, do you think that they kind of put it in people's faces too much? Hmm, that's a great question. I mean, well, hmm, I feel as if maybe they're just excited or just proud of themselves for even being able to achieve that but it is all about how you do it right because mm -hmm. you don't want to you know do it to the max to where you're belittling someone else to the left or the right to you mm -hmm. but you do definitely want to stand up and be proud of the achievements that you've made or the titles that you have right so i think you just have to have an even balance and if you're so educated you'll know You'll know how to yeah. read the room and you'll know when to turn it down a notch or when you should, I guess, turn it up a little bit more. Yeah, because I, I just noticed that the first thing that said, like when a, when a 
melanated woman is single, she'd be like, I got degrees, I, I got this job, you know, a man, you know, I have these standards. And it's like, well, guys don't, to be honest, guys, especially higher value guys, don't really care about your college degree. Like they, they date mostly airheads, you know, they date women who um, are about their physical, their beauty. You know, they, they, they want women that are trophies, not necessarily a woman that's going to be doing your accounting or a woman that's going to uh, have a bossy mentality when they're not at work. They bring that stuff home like they they're not really looking for that, especially if they have money and resources to pick and choose. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's a lot of single melanated women out here who are just frustrated. And when you see it, this whole uh, thing about protection and they're talking about how this isn't being done for them, that being done. I think you just have a lot of frustrated women out here. Like, do you get the sense that women are more frustrated about uh, being single and not being able, like yourself, to be married and, and have that family <laughs> dynamic, you know? I think uh, to those women, they have to kind of ask themselves why they're not able to find that. And I also think sometimes women, they do tend on taking the role of being a leader. Mm -hmm. Now, it's nothing wrong with that because I've always called myself a ringleader most of my life because okay. I felt like each different um, phase of my life, I kind of was a leader in a sense. But you can't be a leader when you're trying to become a wife or if you're in a relationship because then what are you kind of showing your man? You know, a man, a real man at the end of the day, he wants to be able to lead his family. He wants to be able to be seen as a leader. So if you want to play that role, well, it's not really going to work. And I kind of think that a lot of women, they don't really have that um, kind of instilled in their head too much because they're just so used to being leader. Mm. And they feel as if being a leader will help get them chosen. But mm -hmm. the man is just going to look at you and and in his mind just think, well, I'm the leader. Mm -hmm. So now, like, you know, what are we both going to do? <laughs> we both can be leaders in a certain type of way. Uh -huh. But in a sense, you have to know that I am the man of our relationship. It can only be one man. Right. Like, what do you think about women that say they want equal 50-50 uh, partnership? in a relationship. Do you think that's doable or do you think no. there needs to be a clear leader? <laughs> no, I think it, it just needs to be a clear leader. Mm -hmm. Um I, I don't even really want to bring her up. I know it's been a lot of controversy on what she said, okay. but Jeannie Mai in a sense she did say it the best. Uh -huh. Um not to throw my black sisters under the bus, but mm -hmm. I no, can you're just being honest. You're not throwing them under the bus. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, because because for me I have a lot of um responsibilities i have a lot of things that have to get done uh -huh. and i do love it when i can just kind of fall back and let my leader of the house handle things and i don't think it's, it's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. so exactly and and that's the thing I, i've been noticing Jeannie my she she triggered a lot of melanated women like i've seen all these videos response videos one female said well she's not gonna be submitting to him he's gonna be submitting to her and they're like really <laughs> upset. They're really upset about. It. I'm like, why would he marry? I had a she, uh, there's a female calling into my show saying some shit like that. Like, why would he propose to marry a woman 
if she is not in a, in in her own way submitting to him in the sense of being more feminine and taking and taking her role as a feminine woman in a relationship seriously like why would he get engaged to her right why would he want to marry her right again i think it's just most women they're seeing they're seeing things as if they kind of live in their own bubble as if they just want to continuously take control or be in control. And at the end of the day, it's like, you already have enough things to be in control of. Why do you want to be in control of the relationship? Right. Like, that's okay. You don't have to wear that hat. You can take that hat off mm-hmm. and let him worry about that. And if he's not worrying about that, then that's when you should be worrying about why you're with him. Exactly. And that, that's a good segue to, to leadership. But let me ask you this, because I know there's going to be single women watching. They always watching. And they either <laughs> like what I'm saying or they really don't. They're waiting to just, oh, you're bashing. But anyway, uh, what what qualities made you want to get married to your husband? Like, what, what was the qualities that you said, this is the person for me? Hmm. Well, I liked his consistency. Mm-hmm. because I'm a consistent person myself okay. and I always said that like you know if you can't be consistent then I don't really want any parts of you because mm-hmm. then that's me giving more to you than you're giving to me mm-hmm. um, and I just saw that he, he really cared and he loved me more mm-hmm. not that I don't love him more but right. when you're seeking um, a relationship as a woman it's very important for you to know that your spouse is going to go above and beyond and i think a lot of these women in this new generation is kind of opposite they want to love a little bit more and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that right. but you have to stick to kind of the old school way of thinking mm-hmm. your man is supposed to be the protector the provider he's supposed to go a little bit more above and beyond mm-hmm so those were definitely some yeah. of the problems and and th- those are very uh those are that's that's definitely what I would see woman looking for as far as either like you say consistency and you know clear leadership because I, I know I spoke about 50 50 uh, I see that a lot you got women saying we should be 50 50 and I'm like that's that's not gonna work if you have masculine <laughs> if you have a masculine uh, mindset like how is that gonna work if you're not in your feminine like I've said I can't I can't be around a woman in my life my personal life if she has masculine traits, like if she feels a need to be a leader, if she cannot follow me, because I'm I feel like I'm a very capable guy. I think I'm more intelligent than others socially, and I'm more aware of myself. I feel like if I'm with somebody, they should be in their feminine, not in their masculine. Like you can't tell me what to do, and I've I've accomplished a lot in the short amount of time being on this earth. And tell me that, you know, you're doing this wrong, doing it wrong. Now, again, you can have criticisms of certain things, but you got women that they just can't let the reins go. Now, maybe it's because, like, with Gina and I grew up with a domineering mother in, in, your, in, in a lot of women's minds. They feel like they have to be in control because they don't trust men. You know, that's, and that segues to the, the other thing about, you know, women trusting, you know, male leadership. Like, to me... The only way to truly accept um, leadership is to accept letting go of being a leader, you know, because I know a woman when she's around a guy who's strong and and mentally capable, she's willing to let go. But for some reason, it's it's taking some women, 
it, it's taking them a long time to really find that. Why do you think that is? Well, yeah, just go. going back on what I said when we first started speaking, uh-huh. it has a lot to do with the household that they grew up in. Like the household I grew up in, I grew up with a single mother. Mm-hmm. I watched my mother wake up early in the morning. I watched my mother do my hair. I watched my mother pay most of the bills herself. Mm-hmm. I watched my mother kind of play the mother and father figure roles where sometimes when Father's Day would come around, I'd be like, happy Father's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now that I'm old enough, I can understand that I don't have to be that strong, independent leader because mm-hmm. I have someone by my side who's willing to do that part for me so I right. can kind of just sit back and play on my femininity and and he loves that because he loves me being feminine mm, he right. loves me you know just kind of um playing the back seat and mm-hmm. just letting him be the man and right. and I love that too because I don't have to put so much stress on myself mm-hmm. to do everything by myself right and this that's also another kind of weird thing that I see mm-hmm. a lot of women they like to brag that they can do a lot of things for themselves or they're independent, they're leaders. And there's nothing wrong with that. But again, if you're doing all of those things by yourself, you don't really need a man. Right. And <laughs> but they they used to treat their boyfriends like their sons. Like I've yes. seen guys literally like I, I've seen a couples out together and it looks like she's with her son. Just she's walking two, three feet in front of him. You know, she has this presence of I'm with my son to go shopping to get him some shoes type. Of, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's weird because it's like you're sleeping with that guy. Like, why, why are women having relations with these males that they have to take care of? I've never understood that. I right. think they like it in a sense also, Jay, not to cut you off because no, no, they, again, like they do, they do like to be in control. They like to feel as if, oh, you know, I'm the one you're not going to go anywhere or it's what I say, just like the, the dominant mentality. I think that's just what they like. So they know that that person won't go anywhere, but mm-hmm. little by little, you never know. He may find someone who may not see him the way you see him. Mm-hmm. And then the whole roles will be reversed. So, yeah, I'm, I remember, I'll never forget this. About six years ago, I was attending this this local college, right? And I was taking summer courses, and it, I was I had a class with this woman. She was in her early 40s, right? And she was dating this guy who was in his early 30s. And they mm-hmm. dated for two years. He was, a, he was a local struggle rapper, right? And <laughs> she talked about how she took care of him, he lived with her and the next thing you know he just upped and left without no notice and he moved across the country and got a job and, and settled down you know what I'm saying and she just didn't understand why he would do that and I'm saying well you basically said I don't have any standards I'm desperate to be with this guy so I'm willing to do whatever it takes meanwhile this guy was plotting to move out and, and move away to be on another on the other side of the coast and you didn't hear from him for months. And then she said that recently he hit her up out the blue saying, did you give my cookies away? If you know what that means, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, and then she said, and then she said, no, she didn't. So this is a woman who's still stuck on a guy who moved across the country and, and didn't tell her because that's how badly he wanted to get away from her. Even though she was doing all these different things for him. 
Yeah, see, that's the that's the number one thing I always try to tell women. I mean, I myself, I was that way in a sense in, in my past life, but then mm-hmm. little by little life taught me, you cannot do more for a man than what he's doing for you because he's not going to feel like a man. It's okay to treat him, you know, spend money on him here and there, but you know, buying him luxury things or taking care of him, you're just going to be the the caretaker. Right. And 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 the one thing that I it just I never understand is like how can you be sexually attracted to a man that you are taking care of, that you are responsible financially for? Like why how are you so how can you sleep with that person every day knowing full well he's cheating? Knowing full well he's broke, he ain't trying, and and w- there are women that are okay with that r- arrangement due to the fact that again, like like we said before, they don't respect male leaders, they don't trust male leadership, and they just say, well, as long as they look good, <laughs> as long as as long as the D is good, I'm willing to deal with them, and that's the, the the that's the roadmap to disaster for a lot of women, and that's why I have seen firsthand the bitterness due to a lot of women doing that. You know, and they don't understand that, but I do. And I think you do too. You know. Yeah, I definitely do. Sex it doesn't mean anything. Sex does not mean anything. It may feel good for an hour or however long right. you have it, but in the long run, it's not gonna get you anywhere. You realize you gotta cook and clean and pay bills, <laughs> right? Especially pay bills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let me ask you this too. What do you think? would end this divide like we've seen this campaign about you know protect black women campaign which is i I find to be incredibly uh ironic because there are women who don't protect each other like they will sleep with each other's uh, boyfriends or husbands like they will lie on each other they will get in back and forth with each other they don't protect each other they don't protect themselves when they're in abusive relationships you know what i'm saying so what do you think about the divide do you think it can be healed do you think that uh melanated men and women can come together and really make those necessary changes i think we can and also to piggyback on what you just said women have to want to protect themselves right you can't put yourself in a certain predicament or in a certain situation and then want someone to protect you like you have to want to protect yourself and then someone will protect you just as if no one's interested in being around someone who has nothing to bring to the table so if you're not protecting yourself and that person sees that you're not, they're not going to protect you either. Right. And, and let me ask you this too. Uh, have you ever, not to say ever, but have you had conversations with other women about the fact that a lot of men, especially a lot of melanated men, they are changing their perspective on life. Like they're trying to do better. Like they're trying to be more successful financially they're bettering themselves as a as a man. Um, they they clean up their act. Do you do you find it that women are attracted to the bad boys or the guys who are more clean cut, um, not in these streets? Like from the conversations you have, what type of men do you find a lot of women still find themselves attracted to? Are they themselves trying to level up and get a higher valued man? Some of them are. I mean, I speak to a lot of different people from different age groups and even ethnicities. So I have some some females who they do kind of like the bad boy image just because it's a chase. But mm-hmm. with the whole chase um, 
title, you're kind of putting yourself to, to lose because you're chasing. You should never chase. You should have someone chase you in the right. sense. So you're kind of putting yourself at a disadvantage right there. And then mm-hmm. also other situations or conversations I may have with other women, they do speak about wanting to uh, get with a man who is working on himself, getting himself together, wanting to do better for his life, for his family. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it may take a while. Sometimes it may take a while for, for that to happen. But if you have the faith and the patience to wait to see what will happen, you never know what the reward can be. I'll say I didn't meet my husband with everything, but it's been a couple of years and I see, you know, what patience got me and mm-hmm. that's all it really takes. Yeah, and, and I agree. I, I think it, it's going to take like-minded people, unfortunately. There are a lot of people that are just too far gone. Um, I think we'll be frustrated and stressed if we try to help everybody some people are beyond help like if you when you see 40 50 year old women still in the same situation like they're dealing with a guy who's done nothing but go back and forth with him with with, uh uh with her and other women i I just think that at some point you gotta realize that that situation ain't gonna work you know uh and i don't know it's I truly believe that it's going to take like-minded people working together to build their own sort of communities. I just believe mm-hmm. you can't save everybody. Some people just going to have to be let go. I, I've made my peace <laughs> with that. I, I used to be frustrated like, man, I I want to red pill everybody. I still feel that way. That's just how I am. You know, I'm the type of person I like to, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm focused on a situation, I'm like, this can be done. Like I'm the type of person I like to get shit done. I don't make excuses. I stopped making excuses when I was in my early 20s. I I like to feel like people can wake up, but there are those that can't. So I'm I'm about just red pilling the people that are willing to wake up and are willing to see things for what it is. This is a society that uh, is becoming crazier and crazier. People are becoming crazier. Like that the mental is the mental issues out here with people is getting to the point to where they're destroying themselves and they're trying to destroy other people. So the best I can do is speak on what I speak on. And there'll be certain pockets of people that, that listen to what I say and say, you know what? He's right. We do need to make the necessary changes. I've noticed that with a lot of women, women listen to me. I was surprised. Like when I first started making videos, I, I was speaking from a male perspective. I wasn't really looking for women to understand what I was saying. But as time went on, more and more women started to listen to me. And I started to wonder, I'm like, I, I wonder um, what, what what I'm saying that has been able to intrigue them and has been able to have them buy into what I'm saying. Is it the honesty? Is it the fact that I speak on things from a perspective they've never heard before? Like I've, I've always often thought of that because I've noticed more and more women wanting to do better. Uh, I have a lot of married women that listen to me. I, I, I guess they're married. <laughs> they say they're married, so I don't know. <laughs> but uh, they listen to me. And that's been interesting too. Like it's almost like they've understood these things and they just never really knew who else understood it too. Yes. 
Agree. I think that has a lot to do with it. And, you know, we just have to continue to lead by example. Some people may not get it. They may not understand it right away. But little by little, when they see that they cannot achieve the things or, you know, reach the goals that they really would like to reach, they'll look back and ask themselves, you know, what am I doing? And then reflect on it. And then maybe they'll listen to one of your episodes again. (laughs) Maybe they will. And they they should definitely listen to it. And then think like, damn, where where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? (laughs) Or was it really me? And it was like, yeah. Yeah, maybe it is you and sometimes it's okay if you don't know it's you and you think it's the rest of the world and what you said before about living in a bubble that's very accurate you mm-hmm. have to be able to step outside of your comfort zone right and i'm all about getting people out of their comfort zone i, I want to have these discussions with people i don't want it to be uh you know shaming you know you're bashing why do you say these things who hurts you um your mother's black um you know they they will go with those different things and it's like none of that matters it's all about the truth you know we don't have time to play games you know things are becoming uh weirder crazier and people have to understand eventually you're gonna have to wake up and see what's going on if you don't then too bad you're gonna stay asleep and i'm all about helping the people that want to help themselves that's that's what i'm about that's what i've always been about that's what i'm always gonna be about i can only be me you know i can only speak a thing my perspective but um Jackie, you know, I appreciate you coming through and, and recording this with me, okay? Of course, anytime, I'll be here. Definitely, so let people know how to find you. I'll, I'll link everything, but you can let people know because they like, they, they like to hear your voice. You have such a lovely voice. But why don't you let them know where they can find you? You can find me on Instagram. Everybody's always on Instagram uh-huh. at versatility is key. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a Facebook, the same name, versatility is key. Uh, if you would like to hear more information about trading Forex, exactly. um, the link yeah. is also in my bio on Instagram. And all of my links are in my bio on Instagram. Yeah, pretty much. yeah going, going to the Forex trading real, 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 quick, real quick for the people that's listening. Right. So I know everybody's been seeing Forex and they say oh it's a scam it's a scam it's not a scam you literally can make money any day of the week that you would like to in the market from any hour you can work from anywhere in the world whether you're in africa jamaica trinidad the u.s canada wherever you like to trade at in the world um the only thing you need to have is wi-fi a phone or a tablet mm. and that's pretty much it learn the skill look at your charts and you'll be a pro in no time absolutely absolutely so y'all definitely follow that advice and and do that could definitely can definitely help you could put you in a better position than you were yesterday all right it really could absolutely well (laughs) i appreciate you coming through all right it's a very good conversation that needs to be had you know yes and for every 2020 it's time for us to do better yeah it is it's 2020 we definitely need to do better i mean there's no excuse (laughs) there's absolutely no excuse everybody got internet everybody (laughs) got some type of wi-fi or they can go to mcdonald's and use theirs okay so there's (laughs) always a place to go (laughs) and get online and learn something you know right all right people i'll see y'all or i well i'll see y'all on the next podcast Y'all continue to watch the content, continue to support me, and uh, I'll see y'all next one, all right? Bye, y'all.